Welcome. Cut it close there. Yeah. I had to get a sip of water. Go so decided to sip water the exact moment he's supposed to come in. Well, I didn't want to come again like last time. That would not be that problematic. Frog in my throat again. Yeah, let's not get a frig in there. Last time was also Wednesday because we missed another Sunday. We did. A busy Cut, weekend. Cut was hunting. Put one of them down. I put one down. Tate put two down. Fucking shocker. The kid's been hunting three times. Killed four deer. You love I to see it. I don't get. I love to see it, but it doesn't make any sense. It's in his blood. It's just what different. are you gonna say? It's in my it's skin, just, bitch. <laughs> it's just different. like he. I'm glad he gets to hunt like this, but like he doesn't. He didn't have to like scrape leaves from the frozen ground at the base of a tree to sit there and fucking freeze. Like he's in a blind where it's we got a heater in the floor, right? And he's just sitting here playing his game. Oh dear, boom, dead. Get back <laughs> to the cabin. Like it's. It doesn't make any sense. I'm happy for him. Very proud. But hey, you you struggled. So he didn't have that's to. That's right. <laughs> I walked so he could run, I guess. I that's that's a fact. Let's frame it however we want to. Thank y'all for listening to Slightly Biased Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Appreciate the hell out of y'all. It's Wednesday, November 17th. Happy birthday, Abby. My sister's Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Big ass feet. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Abby. Jesus. Other than that, we are six days from your boy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love to see that. A lot of birthdays in November. But again, appreciate the fuck out of y'all and the international crew. Appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody in the great, sta- great, uh, greatest nation on earth, the US of A, right here. Appreciate the fuck out of y'all too. Mm-hmm. We want to say thanks to everybody. Don't hear enough pro-America stuff nowadays. Well, I think it's easy to be be excited about the international stuff because it's, it's still it's weird. It's awesome. It's it, I, weird in the best way. Like, there are people in countries us. I have never been that listen to us, and that's wild to me. Awesome. Humbling. Yeah, there's a lot, there's plenty of people here that I know don't listen to me. Right. Because they don't give a shit what I have to we say. We got people in Or London people that know what I'm going to say and just don't want to fucking hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So well, we, we do come off as uh, maybe Maybe they don't know any better yet. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe they should tune in. <laughs> Find out. But appreciate the fuck out, everybody. So let's get into some... Uh, we're, we're just going to be doing some recaps and precaps today. Mm-hmm. Recap Sunday, and then talk about... Some up-and-coming matchups that we like. Mm-hmm. That's all we got today. College and pro. And also, I watched a video of Connor pacing in his bedroom, staring at a TV. Just, just disturbing things. I don't know what it is in his head anymore. Did you see it? No. Oh, he was literally shirtless and just shorts right before the last UFC fight. There were I don't remember who it was that was fighting, but it was like from the octagon. They were zooming in on the people that were about to fight. And he was like chest bowed, like... Taking wide stances, walking back and forth in front of the room, staring into the TV screen, just yes, walking back and forth. Like, I, don't know. Just, I love it. I love it to see it, but it, it, let's get a grip. There's no difference let's get in grip. what he did when he was at the top. Problem is, he's not at the top and he's still doing it, which not you, he was could, desperate. you could say, like, credit to him for maintaining that, like, keeping that. Oh, same he's maintaining energy. Mitch, but it does come off weird now. It comes off desperate. <laughs> and he hopefully also, he gets back to it. He also know. just posted something about. Uh, this some fan made this video from their Poirier and McGregor fight, and him elbowing him in the top of the head, and then mm-hmm. sticking his tongue out and smiling at him in his face. Mm-hmm. And Connor posted it and was like, "Some nasty up up shot uh, up kicks and uh, elbows there on that one." I don't know, but uh, in 2022, we're gonna write this thing once and for all. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm." All you better I, hope and pray uh, you get that opportunity. I need one. All, all I can think about, I don't think you will, is Gaethje and Poirier again. Like that's gonna be fucking a slugfest, but. I want to see Connor and Sean O'Malley. I was going to think. Oh, no, you don't. No, you're right. I don't. 
Bloodbath. Not in well with for Sean O'Malley. Bloodbath. Let's I was going to say we don't deal in hypotheticals, but we almost specifically be, deal we in almost, hypotheticals. Yes. It's pretty much the exclusively. Yeah, that's the word. That's what I was exclusively at the exclusive sneak preview. Before we get into Pine Blue Express, uh, before we get into what we got. Before we get into recaps, precaps, and otherwise, what we got? We gotta give a shout out to uh, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, the one the the AL Cy Young mm-hmm. for the Rays. So as you don't know, he did sign with the Razorbacks in like 2010. Mm-hmm. He did not play for them. He went straight to the pros instead. Which we've said previously that Arkansas's biggest competition recruiting wise is the MLB. The MLB, perfect example. So credit congratulations. Him. He led the AL in ERA, strikeouts, innings pitched, and whip. And we all know how important the whip is. So I just want to say whip. It was, I mean, it's still surprising with the hype around um, Shohei Otani that anybody wins the AL Cy Young but him. But it was not like he was robbed. I mean, you lead the categories that grade a good pitcher, great pitcher. Mm-hmm. You lead all those categories, get the award. Makes oh, yeah. sense. Yeah. But shout out to, I'm going to go ahead and call him a, I mean, raise it back. Yeah, I mean, he had the I intent mean, to do yes, it. I would you can't pass that. up the opportunity. I get it, but congratulations. And uh, shout out to Salvador Perez for getting robbed for MVP. Because <laughs> he got robbed. He did. Statistically, he got robbed. Yeah. He did. Do? And I know how happy you are because your boy, Buster Posey's done. I That does make me happy. <laughs> I'm sure About you are thrilled <laughs> to see that. Why is he so perfect? I mean, he's played for a long time. He's got a lot of money. Well, you talked about this already. When you get the money, you get the teeth. <laughs> it's true. Secure the bag, I, get the teeth. Correct. <laughs> They're perfect. I don't it understand. Makes me, the thing that makes me sad about Buster Posey being out of the league is it means that... One less person you can hate on. Well, and it, it, I do enjoy that, but it's... Yadier Molina's next. Like it, it's, he's coming to the end. He has oh, that's inevitable. maintained his ability to be great. But you, at some point, you got to stop. And it's it's this year's he's done. But so that that'll that'll suck. That'll hurt. It'll be, it'll be very sad. I'm excited to see what the Cardinals do with this young manager. Um, that's all. That was one of my two criteria I wanted: young or controversial. And they went with the youngest in the league. So what? I'm excited. But anyway, any Hoosiers recaps? Recap. You want to do NFL or college? Let's do college. Let's do college. I was not impressed with Arkansas. So here's the thing. Can we talk about that? We, we're going to talk about it. We're, we're, we're not scared to say things that most people are going to want to throw rocks at us for. No, but here's the thing. I, I And I thought about this on the way over. So I didn't watch the LSU game Saturday. I oh, watched I it Sunday. Yeah. But shout out YouTube. You, I can say that because they're going to go ahead and take it down now. But I did watch the full <laughs> game on YouTube. So whoever got that out there for just long enough, appreciate you. I agree. But I was thinking about it on the way over here. Like this is, and this is not. I'm not talking about specifically about Arkansas in this year, but like this concept, and I'm guilty of it too, is very reminiscent of like the Houston Nut days. Like people used to crucify Houston Nut for the decisions that he made. He's fucking stupid. We need a new coach, blah, blah, blah. And then we went into the dark ages. And it was like, God damn, remember when we had Houston Nut? We were winning like nine games. Like it's not pretty. Like Saturday's game was not pretty. I'm not blaming Pittman in one bit. Well, I'm not, I'm not either, but I'm just saying like the mistakes that we consistently make that we consistently harp on. Like they're oh, you mean like third and thirteen? We're throwing zero yard screens, right? They're warranted. Yeah. But like if if your end result is to win games and we've won seven out of ten, like I'm, listen, I love it. What the fuck you mean? Like I'm I'm starting to. 
it's finally coming into light how terrible Kendall Browse play calling has been, and now the defensive calls are starting to come into question a little bit here. Now, we saw good things from the defense in the LSU game. When we needed them. We Absolutely. did. And we got to see some pressure towards the quarterback for once. Mm-hmm. We dialed up some more blitzes. But how have we not disbanded the three-man front? How are we not in a 5-3? I mean... Even a 4-3, I'm happy. My thought process, looking looking at it, the way I see it is like we don't feel confident enough in our secondary to not have extra help. Well, then take Hudson Clark off the field. Well, and I agree with that, but like we've talked about before, it's hard to believe, but if he is there consistently, what's behind him? Because like there comes a point, like there is a, obviously early on, it can be like, hey, we like this guy, we feel like he's the best fit, but week after week seeing that it is not just not true the fact that you haven't said all right we tried our guy it's not working we got to switch to not make that call there's nobody like because you just don't care about keeping your job at that point like if you have a viable option behind him that you know at best why would you even just try that's what i'm saying if you can't even try it what must they be showing you in practice i don't know if it's like a if it's a lack of effort if it's a lack of ability skill learn i don't know what it is but there has to be something to justify you not making that switch. Well, let me use the Kansas City Chiefs as an example. It's just hard to believe because you're watching it happen in front of you every week. Let me let me use the Kansas City Chiefs real quick as an example. The Dan Sorensen shit finally came to an end. Like, to the point of, like, where they're playing him 97% of snaps. The fans finally spoke up and they listened. Finally. And all of a sudden, now they're still playing Dan Sorensen, but it's in, it's in different roles and far less usage. And holy crap if the Chiefs defense has not looked good. They look better. Why the fuck wouldn't you just ex- just try? Just experiment. It, it physically cannot be worse than 549th in pass coverage. It can't. Because that's where Hudson Clark ranks. Well, I was going to say, with the NFL, it's a little you you have a, a few more factors. Like you justify what you're paying somebody. Like if we're paying him this much, you have to get something out of him. With college, you don't. Like it's the best player you put in there. Right. Just just try. Because all of the money. And I, get, I know NIL deals and the money that the NCAA generates, SEC generates, the schools generate. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm Tra- talking about players versus coaches. Coaches make a lot of money. You want to keep making a lot of money, you put the best players in to make yourself look better. But now, your scheme and how you draw it up, totally separate. If you if everybody had the same scheme and you have a better player to put in, you do it. Yes. So, again, watching how it unfolds, it's hard to believe that there's not somebody better than him behind him, but the amount of consistently we, the consistency that we see it there's got to be something can we give kj a little love here because his, oh, number, his numbers won't say he was fantastic but how the fuck has he gotten out of so many sacks if he doesn't if he takes half the sacks he got away from we score three points in that game correct i don't know how he does now, it. how I'm, johnson got so fucking open <laughs> And for so long. Well, they like, saw they saw a person wrapping KJ up and about to take him down, so I, they just gave up. I get it, but somebody's got to stay back there. He was open for long enough that he came, he waved his arms, came back to the ball, waved his arms, and then KJ floated the ball because he wasn't in a great position to make a, like a hard throw. And it still got there in time for him to catch it, turn, and start running and make it to the end zone. Yes. Yes. That's wide open. Yeah, and there were, there were multiple points in this game where KJ just somehow completely got out of what I thought was no shit a sack. He, he's mm-hmm. going down. I don't know how it fucking Like the does. shit early on in, in Carson Wentz, like MVP caliber year where they won the Super Bowl, that's the shit that he was doing. Where like There would be a, a ball of humans around and he'd just pop out the other side. Correct. Like, and that's a large time. person popping out. Correct. And 
the run that can I just the run that he had? I there's been several times where I said I have uh, not physically because it's strange. Uh, there, there's a metaphorically correct. You here. knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Metaphorically hard as a rock when KJ ran the fucking ball and took off for like 15 yards. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And he trucked the the linebacker and just rolled him over. He went down, but he rolled him over, and it, it zoomed in on KJ's face because you could tell the linebacker just said something to him like, Jesus Christ, and it showed KJ, and KJ looked back at the linebacker and just smiled and like winked at him <laughs> and kept walking, and I was like, oh, my God, I fucking love him. I love KJ. Keep this man protected at all times, and Traylon Burks is going to be so rich soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to be so fucking rich. I almost went and assaulted it, that kicking net that he tripped over when he got pushed out of bounds. It's I about gonna did happen. It. Like you're gonna have, he's gonna. There will be people. The first receiver will come up and will be like, "Burke's better than him." But I get it. Like it'll be Chris Olave, whatever, uh, yeah. from Ohio State. Some some school like that that's like known for, you know, producing receivers. And it's like at some point, to some extent, I get it. Like you're a scout. This team has consistently produced NFL talent. I get it. But you're gonna get to like the second and third. Hopefully he's not. Hopefully he's the first, second, whatever. You're going to get like the second and third receiver off the board. But like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And he's going to end up in the perfect fucking yes. situation. F- it's going to the more fuck. he falls, the better for him. It's going to be, and it's going to be somewhere like the fucking like the Bengals or something that is just immediately going to fuck me. That yes. I'm going to have to lovingly hate him. Yes. Like I hope he does great, just not against us. Or if it comes close to playoff time, like yeah, I can't, I can't root for him. To I'm not going to gonna be happy if you're a Bronco or a Raider or correct. No, no, I'm not going to Charger. No, I'm not going to do it. Oh, Chargers would be nasty. Stop. Whoa. <sighs> Just stop it. At the rate the Chargers are losing, they may get a chance to get him. Ooh. But they need some defense. No, mm. but Traylon Burke, you are going to get so fucking paid. I'm talking about so fucking paid. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't that impressed. With uh, the game plan is what what I meant by no, not being I'm impressed. Not I don't know how you watch an entire week of film and then you come out there against stacked boxes and run the ball to them. And then they crowd the line with eight people in the box again and then you run the ball at them again. Now, what? I don't understand. Now, that like hard counter where they're going cutting back completely across the line, that works almost every time. Like we saw Rocket Sanders do it several times. Johnson's done it several times. We haven't seen Rocket always, Sanders in two fucking weeks. I, we have not. I don't know I what happened. about that watching that last game. No idea. What AJ happened. Green. They put him at kick returner, and that's it. Traylon Smith being in surprised me. Like, and and also they said they mentioned this when he came in. How is he still leading the team in rushing yards? Who? Traylon Smith. I, I don't feel like he's had any amount of workload in the last three four weeks. I don't know what the, what we're doing. I really do not. I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, I just mean like, how is he still holding that title? He had a couple hundred with, yard games, I guess. But it feels like we've had like we've rushed the ball so well. I know we frequently switch out our running back, but like it feels. Maybe because the amount of big runs we've popped off. It like, seems like there's no way. Jalen Smith's a consistent six yards no matter what. Correct. Then in what other people, it's like one, two, 20. Right. One, two, seven. But like, like, even that Texas game, I feel like Rocket Sanders. Monster like, in that game. Yeah, he was a monster in that stats. game. Stats. But, but anyway. I don't know. The, the game plan's starting to get a little frustrating. Uh, but we won. And we, it was a Death Valley victory. I know it was against a, a under 500 team. I think mostly it was the nostalgia for us. Getting to see us in Death Valley, well, and I'm getting not, that like, is what what meant something to me the most. I, I didn't, you know. Well, we talked we only went by on. three. It was not sexy. We, but t- we talked awesome early on about about the uh, you know everybody that we beat. Like, oh well, they weren't that good after all. Like the LSU game, you can say that it doesn't fucking matter. Like when they were number one, number when yep. we were when we were good, better. Like it it does it's never mattered. Just because the roles reversed and now we're the better team does not mean it's not a good win for us. 
That game is always a fucking one possession game, no matter what. If yeah, and it was no different on this Saturday. If we go into an LSU game undefeated and they have one win and we beat them, I'm counting it as a good win because it always manages to be close. Always, it's, a, it's an NFL lo- divisional matchup. I fucking love Cam Little. Like ha- having somebody like we we the man gritty put her still like, he did all over the, the fucking the kid field. grittied all up and down their faces. One of the best white gritties I've seen. It wasn't impressive. It's consistently bad. Because I did see Arkansas Recruiting's Twitter page post a video of one of the band members doing it on the sideline, yeah. and I wanted to throw up. Well, when like, Please do not condone this. Thielens has gotten better. Like it when has. He, when he first did it. He's not practiced. Great. Kirk Cousins, terrible. That's what I expect. Kirk Cousins, terrible at football and terrible at gritties. But I, and I mean, this is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I couldn't say, do it to save my fucking wrong life. If you want to, but he's a kicker, and he's a white guy. Like, he, and two he's, things and guess what? that would lead me to believe that that gritty would not look like it did, and it was fucking It fantastic. was actually impressive. And a spur of the moment, just all of a sudden, and then he's just like, no, 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 hold up, I got to do this. And, and it was perfect. You know. I would so say many, perfect, because I, I yeah. do not know it to a But team. you know so many people, with it being in Louisiana, where that, I think where that started. It is. And so many people saw him like, oh, he's good. It's not Wait, bad. you know what? That actually is pretty good. It's kind of slick. Hey, fuck you, but pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty swaggy. That's Cam Swag Little. Um, I loved to see it. And it went all over the fucking viral ports of like bar stools and everywhere on social media. Oh, we yeah. did it. It was everywhere. There is a kicker gritting on the field. And what I love is that like every time he comes out now, whoever's calling the game makes a point to say like, oh, he's not afraid to celebrate. Oh, and he's not. When he misses some, he doesn't come back up. Like, all right, well, now I can't celebrate because I missed one. No, nope, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. You have to still do it. Absolutely. Otherwise, all the shit you did before seems phony. Nope. Like, Keep you, doing you. Cameron. As long as you can acknowledge like, oh, fuck, fuck that one up. Obviously, you don't celebrate then. Fucked it up. I'll get it next time. Hit the next one. Boom. We got an automatic kicker. Practically and automatic. I, I'm pretty sure I've made and the comparison a swaggy before. Automatic. Right. But having the being Pittsburgh in the AFC North, like I've played the Ravens twice a year, every year. Like if they, if it's a close game, which it always seems to be with them, you better hope your special team is good. And they and they get the ball to thirty, we're fucked because they have to go no time. And Justin Tucker's making it. Like having that weapon in your back pocket. Is something special. People can say kickers it does feel nice. Kickers, you know, are not a weapon at the time. Even even punters sometimes. Like if you get into it and you're you can't get the first down, and they can give you great field position with little time left. Like that's a fucking weapon to have in your back pocket. Definitely. And we definitely have that in Cam Little. We do. He needs to. He's to figure out his hair. It's kind of. It's strange. I don't love his hair. It is strange. I'm but you know what? But hey, you can't to cut each, it. To each their own. You can't cut it. That is the Cameron Little look. Do not change you. Do not do it. Justin Herbert cut his hair. And now he sucks. I'm not going to say that. He sucks. Something he sucks. For four weeks, he sucked. Cam Little can't cut your hair. Cam Little, at least until the season's over. Cam Little plays grown man football, and I love to see it. I do too. Uh, Okay, other uh, recaps. Um, What else razzled me? Baylor fucking beat Oklahoma, and I I could not believe what I saw. Caleb Williams looked terrible. I know we touched on it. Full transparency. I didn't watch. Any sports this weekend. I was gone. Well, no, that's not true. I watched, I started listening to NFL games on the way home Sunday, but I didn't get to watch any until the second half of the three o'clock game on. Well, go ahead. Baylor beat Oklahoma, and all Lincoln Riley could think to say in his press conference was how he was mad that Baylor kicked a field goal at the very end (laughs) to put it up to, uh, what did he put it up to? 13 instead of staying at 10. That's all he wanted to talk about. How it was unsportsmanlike to go down there and kick a field goal with very little time and Hey, how about you fucking stop it, Lincoln? That's your job. Score. More points. Keep them from kicking the fuck. I can't believe they kicked that fucking field goal. Unbelievable. We just got beat by 13, but that field goal really pissed me off. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Caleb Williams played like trash, and they put Spencer Rattler in in the third quarter. It was disgusting. It was horrible. Nothing worked for them. Baylor's for real. Yeah, well, they have well, they they were at home. some quality wins. They were at home, and they do got quality wins. 
Um, Baylor, very, Baylor very, is very impressed by Baylor. Is planting their flag. It's like, all right, if Oklahoma and Texas is out, Oklahoma State's the only other person. This is Oklahoma State's. This is Oklahoma State's conference. Hold on a second. We would like to throw our hat in the ring. I still think it's probably... Well, I say that. Baylor just finds a way to consistently be good no matter what turnover they have. Oklahoma State already beat them once. So. Right, but I'm saying, like, Baylor, whether it's coaches, star players, whatever, they just continue to remain good. But that's not shocking for, like, an Alabama, something like that, but Baylor, it's weird to me. And Alabama, you have the same head coach. Like, that's the that's common denominator there. Baylor is not the case. They've had three head coaches in the last however many years, and they've just stayed good. Correct. Um, I know you didn't see it. My God, I wish you would have. I mean, I will. I'll First off, some, no, I'll not that game. Not, not that game. T's and P's to Bo Nix, who oh, broke right. his ankle. Oh, no. He's done. Well, also, now who are we going to draft? Also, they were up 28 to 3 on Mystic oh, State. I did, I did see this. They lost 43 to 34. At what point in that game to did, Bo, State. did Bo Nix break his ankle? I don't know because I didn't watch the game because I thought it was a slaughter. But what I'm saying, when they had the lead and after he came out, they blew it? No, he or, heard his. He got his ankle broken in the game. That's what I'm saying. Like when they were up. That's what I'm, okay, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, when he when went down, up, it was over. That's when the thing, game shit. Okay, makes sense. I don't know. I just feel like people have put too much emphasis on like the Bo Nix magic and like the fact that he's only good when these crazy plays happen. Like he's he's not a bad quarterback. He has miraculous moments, I, but that should show you. I may have been wrong. Shows you I did not I did not watch the game. Two other quarterbacks played. They only threw the ball once each. Bo Nix was twenty seven for forty one, three hundred. Seems like he played most of the game. Three hundred and eighty yards and two touchdowns with an eighty four QBR. I stand by what I said, but that does not he, help support the argument. He I was played well, make. right? Tank Bigsby, 16 carries, 40 yards. See, that doesn't make any sense. Like, every time we, like, I've watched him, he just can, he's very difficult to take down. Never forget when everybody tried to say Tank Bigsby was the best running back in, in the SEC. They Never forget it. Frequently. I think they set it up until the last couple weeks. But, mm, mm. like, watching him every play, like, we talk about Le'Veon Bell. He just ends up with these ridiculous yards and doesn't look like he was doing it back in his prime. Mm-hmm. Tank Bigs me the opposite. Every play, he looks like he's just dominating people, and then he ends up with 65 yards. He, rem- he reminds me of Trey Mason. Yeah, I can but see Trey that. Mason was better. Right. Trey Mason was fantastic. I can see that, though. Okay, let's talk about how Mike Leach inhales when he breathes. Has anybody else noticed it? I watched it again. Oh, you haven't noticed it for there, real well, far? No, there I do, but there's so much to dissect on Mike Leach. He put talk. his fucking tongue in with every inhale. He puts his tongue out, puts it against his, his top lip, and goes... Every single time he inhales, he'll talk, uh, you know, and then I just, and then I, what the fuck? He looks like Jeepers Creepers. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's disturbing. I don't understand the comparison, but what? You don't remember the little, the little his little fucking mouth? I can't make any, can't, <laughs> I'm not going to make the noise because you're just going to make fun of me. <laughs> I think that moment's passed. Well. But, like, yeah, there, there's way too much to break down on Mike Leach to to hone in on one thing. And do you think and I give a fuck about what holiday candy you like? Do you think I fucking care, people Mike Leach? People do. People fucking love Mike Leach's press conference. I don't get it. And he get it's genius by him because he doesn't actually have to address shit. He can just go off on, they ask him a legitimate question. He goes off on a fucking tangent about playing Candyland and everybody's like, oh, that's Mike Leach. He's just the best. Anybody else dodges a question and they're fucking ridiculed for it. Like, I'm not, this is not a shot at Mike Leach. Like, good for him for figuring out whatever. Unless you're Lane Kiffin, they love that. Whatever magic formula it takes, you don't have to answer any actual questions, but yeah, people love Mike Leach. George is good as fuck. Yeah, shocking. 
Tennessee came out, punched him right in the mouth, went up 7-0 on the first drive of the game. I thought, oh boy, we got a game. Because I did bet a couple cold cans on the spread, which was 20. And they went up 7-0, and I said, we got a fucking game. That was a wrap. <laughs> it was over from there on out. I tried to tell you. Final score, 41-17. I tried to tell you. I th- I'm telling you, Tennessee is improved, for sure. They are nowhere near Georgia. No, and nobody is. Nope. And after this weekend, when Arkansas goes in there and gives it their damnedest against Bama. When Bobby Boucher shows up and we win the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that game's going to go. I'm kind of scared. but I'm going to tell you something. What? I'll give you my prediction. Mm-hmm. A, a general prediction. Mm-hmm. People are not going to like it. Yeah. I'm going to say like 40 to 13. Like something like that. It'd be hard to argue that. And I don't mean like a, we're going to go back and forth like with for two scores and then they pull away. I mean like they're going to fucking... Nope. Change my mind. Okay. I want to be wrong. We lose. But it's way closer than we think. Define way closer. Because we said this By with way Georgia. closer, I mean give me... You said this with Tennessee and Georgia. Give me a... 34, 17, 27, yikes, Alabama, mm. because I thought we were going to get throttled, Michael Lighty. I thought we were going to get throttled going to that Texas A&M game in pretty much a hostile environment because it was, mm-hmm. and we looked pretty good. Well, until Hornsby came so, in and I want to throw myself so, in off so the bridge. Normally, I agree about the hostile environment. That was... The most, like, Arkansas could not have gone to that quote-unquote neutral site at a, at a better time. Everybody was riding high on the fucking football team. Not to say that they're completely not now, but, like, coming off that Texas game and, like, that upswing, I would bet that that stadium was the closest to being, ha- like, a legit neutral site as it's ever been. Okay. When we played A&M. Ole Miss. Hostile environment. For sure. Lost by one. Could have beat it. For sure. But, and now, here's the thing. And I've said this multiple times this week. Are we going to open the fucking play calling up or not? If no. we're not, then we're going to get thumped. We're not. And here's, that's why I say this. Are we capable of playing them close? Yes. Yes. We have the Are players. Are we capable in in the highest of highs I've seen from Arkansas and the lowest of lows I've seen from Bama of beating them? Probably. Will it be? Will we beat them? No. Will it be close? I think also no. But <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I just... No, it, nothing about this feels like... It's easy to say, like, oh, you know, we could, we could hang with them, and we could, like I said, Wiss. Nothing about it makes me. I cannot say that with any amount of confidence right now. I just it doesn't. The play feel, calling has I don't been really gross it. the past several weeks. Like those, those, you know, we're talking about these things we don't like and that consistently happen, and the mistakes or or bad decisions that we make, but we keep pulling out victories. Bama's not a team that that works with. Same reason we got thumped by Georgia. Like we were making the same decisions every week, and we just kept winning. Georgia came. It's like you have to be perfect, and we were far from it, and it showed. Uh, Georgia didn't come. We were in Athens. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Georgia game came yeah. up, yeah, we and were, that was the most hostile. We can't be. You have to be perfect. We weren't, and it showed, and it will show against Alabama if we keep making these boneheaded decisions. I think we're all hang. I hope you're right. Other than that, but we're on track right now. Be Oklahoma State to win eight games, like we said earlier. Perfectly okay. We are going to the to the Missouri game. We are. I can tell you, he doesn't know it yet, but this is one of his birthday presents. There we go. Uh, Oklahoma State throttled TCU. Uh, They're for real. And Ole Miss beat Texas A&M. Don't care because I can't stand them. So that's all my NFL. Let's move to the NFL. Wait a minute. 
Now, I will, I will, I'm interested to see where that puts our... I'm on some jams here. Where that puts our predictions. Because I know I had Ole Miss high. I know I had LSU oh, low. The SEC rankings? Mm-hmm. We can do it at the end. We've already done it once. We'll do it at the end. Yeah. But I know I had LSU low and Ole Miss very high. My shit's fucked. I also had a. I looked very good for five weeks. Uh, I look stupid now. I will, oh, I will the, gladly oh, the take the L on where I put Arkansas because they will inevitably... They should finish above that. But you set your expectations low just so you can be happy. Right. Hedge my And happiness. it works. Bingo. NFL. Let's move to the NFL. Speaking the, of happiness, why, don't have any. Why not? Worst case scenario happened on Sunday. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all night. Worst case scenario. I have been waiting to talk that, about the Lions game for so Steelers long. Lions game. First of all, the line opened at minus, Pittsburgh minus eight. Sorry for the abrupt halt there, folks. We got to get into this. There's so many things that I wouldn't the line opened at minus eight. I understand Pittsburgh has not been a great team this year. The Lions have not won a game. Matter of fact, they've lost them in fantastic fashion. The fact that the line was at eight, the only thing I could think of is that Pittsburgh has notoriously shit the bed against terrible teams. Well, that and Mason Rudolph's under the head. Nope. That was when Ben was starting. When it became out that Mason was starting, it dropped to minus six, which is fucking insane. In what fucking world do you favor... A team to win when Mason Rudolph is at fucking quarterback. You got to look at it from Vegas' nope, standpoint. We that don't. Is to lo- listen, you listen, look listen, at listen. it from that's to lure eyeball. more. Vo- no, that's to lure more vo- more people in the money. The spread goes down. They get more people to put money on it because oh shit, they're gonna win way more than six. They drop the spread down. That way, more people come in and try to take the bait, and it works. That's my point. My point is Vegas clean house. My point is, you think they're gonna win by way more than eight, and then you go to six, and you definitely jump on it. You're a fool if you <laughs> thought you're a fool. they were gonna win by six. Two, one, or any amount of points with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Everybody. There's no chance you I thought mean, the Lions would, would ev- beat you with Mason Rudolph. With Mason Rudolph, anything can fucking happen. <laughs> I have seen that motherfucker be terrible consistently. Everybody that came in is like, well, you know, Mason's better than... Fuck him. If you still say, Mason Rudolph, we can't draft a quarterback because we don't know what Mason is yet, you're a fucking idiot. Get off the fucking team. I don't want any part of you being a fan of the same team I am if you're supporting Mason Rudolph still after that game. He fucking stinks. He's bad. He's fucking terrible. And this is from somebody who openly has said, I don't believe in any of the quarterbacks in this draft class to be a franchise quarterback. I'll take my fucking chances. Matter of fact, <laughs> don't draft them and cut Mason. I don't give a fuck. End up with who? Mike White, come on over for a year. Don't give a shit. You got to do something. Mason Rudolph fucking stinks. You good? No, I mean, there's a lot more to get into. Like, listening to it on the radio was a fucking nightmare. As soon as the first touchdown went to James Washington, I was like, they're going to get crushed. The last. Why is he getting a touchdown? Because it's Mason Rudolph and it's James Washington. They were in college together. They played together. That's their connection. And usually, that's the only bright spot in these games. The Muth was not Luth. Because he was loose, because he fumbled the fucking ball for you yeah, guys. You I guys don't. put it in the field goal range, and I swear to God, this is what I, well, I. This is not. Hang on, this is not a joke. When they passed the ball to Fryermuth, right there to get the first down, as soon as he released the ball to Fryermuth, I was like, wouldn't this just be fantastic fashion if he? Oh my God, he fucking fumbled. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is, I you, actually said it before it happened. You it crazy. get, you get with one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever watched play. You get into fucking field goal range in overtime you should not have been in with one of the most accurate field goal kickers in NFL history with like 32 seconds left and your thought is why the fuck let's throw it again kick the goddamn field goal and get the fuck out of there what do we do kick it on first fucking down with 30 seconds left I don't give a shit oh he left Jared Goff too much time you know who says that fucking nobody kick the goddamn field goal take your three points and get the fuck out 
Jared Goff had 50 yards passing. Don't. My point. So the only the only logical explanation to not kicking the field goal as soon as you get into field goal range with all of the punt, fumble, punt, punt, turnover on downs, punt, fumble, end of the drives we had was, well, we don't want to leave 30 seconds on the clock for the Lions and fucking Dan Campbell and Jared Goff, who the fuck, run the goddamn ball. Hand it to Najee. Worst case scenario, he goes nowhere. Matter of fact, he could have gone backwards for like eight yards and Boswell still would have been fine. But instead, you throw the ball. Why? It don't make any fucking sense. Now, What's DeAndre gonna, Swift did have a good game. He did. What's going to happen is, somehow, this whole, like, Tom was never had a losing season shit, they're going to end up with an extra game on the season to end up 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and It's going to fucking happen. <laughs> and he still won't have had a losing season. And that's not a shot at Tomlin. I like Tomlin, but that's, that's going to fucking happen somehow. That fucking tie, which is bad enough in any, any year, <laughs> any scenario, any team, a tie is fucking awful. What it, what's worse for the Steelers and me at this point is... <laughs> It fucks your draft pick. And me. You go up one, and it fuck it fucks you being able to, like, what? Win the division? That's not going to fucking happen. If it does, we'll get embarrassed in the first round of the playoffs. Don't give a shit who it is. I don't care if the fuck, who, what wild card team we match up against. They'll throttle us. We'll fucking lose. We lost more people in this game to injury. TJ Watt went out. Claypool so died again. That will help our fucking draft pick because inevitably they'll tank. That'll go down. Because I think going into the next week, I think it's like Ben, Claypool, Minka, Juju, obviously Juju, TJ. <laughs> obviously Juju. I don't know how many other main players are not going to play in this game. I'm sure Devin Bush got rattled today. Don't even know who we're fucking playing. Don't care. It's over. Well, there's that. 16-16 uh, overtime tie Jesus. from the Steelers and Lions. Yikes. You know how bad it is listening to it on the radio and him go, oh, and the pass on the side. Oh, a fumble. I think the Lions, the Lions have it. I can like, only imagine the, your face. The emotion, the uncertainty of listening to a radio call in a situation you should not be in at all, I was fucking losing my shit. Take to sleep in the back seat, and I just could not fucking contain myself. Fuck. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> okay. Um, I was trying to figure out which. Okay, here's the one I want to talk about first. Is it time to actually come out loud? No, not, like, not like that. Uh oh. And say, maybe we forgot about Bill Belichick. No, because when Brady left, all anybody wanted to do was make fun of the Patriots because it, I told you it was Tom Brady's Tom Brady's show. They look fucking good. They look much better. than And who in the, the fuck do they have but, anywhere at any position? Well, well, the reason I say. It's not time to say that. I don't feel like we overreacted to the Belichick thing. Like it was the who was more responsible for the dynasty, and I think that was obvious that it was Brady. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean the Belichick is not all time great coach, probably the best coach ever. But if you take like right now, we're looking at them. That is the worst roster that's good I've ever seen. It is. But if you make like whatever the record ends up being, if you maintained that over the course of Belichick's what coaching career without Brady, they're fucking six and four. Right. Unreal. But it but like you maintain those type of numbers mm. throughout Belichick's tenure with the Patriots, taking Brady out of the equation. Every year we're talking about God, God damn, the Patriots are in every game again. Belichick's just figures it out. But we're not talking about it the way we are like it was as we currently talk about him, like the greatest coach of all time. Like he's a great coach. And he is probably forty nine percent responsible for that dynasty. I'm giving the edge to Brady because it seems pretty obvious at this point. But like I say, th- like they're getting they're getting better every week, and that's due to his coaching. But if this was the case consistently throughout his career, nobody's going crazy. 45, 45 to seven, the Patriots 
killed the Browns. I mean, killed them in every facet. The Patriots defense, I only know Matthew Judon. That's the only person that I know that's on that defense. Uh, I don't even know if the McCourty brothers are still there. I don't know if I, I don't I don't know any of them. I I don't know none of them. They got rid of Gilmore. Said you know what? Fuck you. We don't need you. You you want you want to play this horse assery? Get the and I'm fuck pretty out. Sure he's still had an interception. He in did game. have an interception in the Panthers last game. I saw. He's had one in every game since he's left the Patriots, mm. which is fucking impressive. What's impressive is the Patriots are fucking six and we four. About the Patriots beating them, we skipped over the Dolphins dog walking the fucking Ravens. We did. It, I wouldn't say dog walking because it was really boring, really gross, not fun to watch. What was the final score of that game? Like 22 to 11 or something. Okay, you're right. I'm thinking of something else. But that it was for, gross. For as bad as the Dolphins are and as praised as the Ravens are, Brissette that's is, an asshole. Brissette is so bad. Jacoby Brissett sucks so bad. And you know what? Two ain't much better. No, no, he's, he's much worse. Because yeah. here's the thing, and this has been mentioned on multiple shows at this point. I'm, I'm, only, I'm mainly saying this because they fucked Mike Gusecki and I got zero points last week. Right, we're, we're late to this party, obviously, we didn't have an episode. But the fact that Tua is available to play, but not healthy enough to start, is fucking bananas. Like, yeah. that says, like, I mean, if we have to, like, we'll we'll play the guy we drafted super high to be our franchise quarterback. But we don't want to. Well, we can, we it, we don't have another quarterback on our team, so if he has to go in, fuck it. It's bad. That, that coupled with, like, the... Taking him out to throw a Hail Mary for Fitzpatrick last year, two years ago, whatever it was, is fucked. Like, just cut the cord. Like, yeah. you're not helping him or his ego by doing this shit and keep, like, well, he's our guy unless we need him to do something good and then we'll find another guy. Like, that's <laughs> yes. what it is. That's worse. Would you rather have Taylor Heineke or Tua? Taylor Heineke. Correct. Me all too. day long. Same. Would you rather have. If you say Mason Rudolph, Mac I swear Jones to God, or Tua? Mac Jones. Okay. But I do think. The majority of Mac Jones' success, which is not a shot at him, like it should be this way, is due to Belichick right now. Like I think he'll be a fine quarterback moving forward. But I think a lot, like I think Belichick has done what he's always done, and why I still think, regardless of Tom Brady, he's a great coach, is because he he knows what you're good at, finds out what you're good at, and figures out how to implement that into his plan rather than forcing his plan onto you. I'm impressed with Mac Jones's Mac Jones not making mistakes. Is he is what I'm mostly very with. accurate. Like he does not. He's not going to wow you. But he's not going to lose you the game. But he won't lose you the game. And he, and he would, isn't afraid to take the shot when he needs to. And I would kill for that yeah. right now yeah. on my team. Absolutely. Yeah, the Patriots beat the absolute dog shit out of the Browns. It was hilarious. They benched Baker. Baker sucked all game. And you know what didn't happen? ESPN didn't go to the fucking media and post a picture of the score and say, how's life going without Odell? Because that's what they did to Odell whenever <laughs> they got rid of him and the Browns won last week. You motherfuckers are biting these narratives these stupid-ass media outlets biting these narratives. Be be fair. When the Browns get dog-walked, post that up, too, and say, hey, you know what? Got I, him this I time. I think that, like... Don't try to shame this one is, fucking person. This is coming from a Pittsburgh fan, so I'm all for shitting on the Browns. I honestly think the media realizes how long... Because, like, we can say that all the Browns have been bad. If you stop and think about how long the Browns have been, not bad, fucking terrible... Mm-hmm. And then they had a little bit of success. Like, I, I get tired of it just as much as anybody else. But, like, we've never had it. We're making up for fucking 20 years of shit praising these guys. And when they start to stink again, which they appear, what appear they do, it is not a sexy take to be like, hey, guess what? Browns stink again. Browns, same old Browns. Well, I probably it wasn't because of a receiver that they got oh, beat they have by the fucking Patriots by they fucking 35. They have so many unexplainable problems when you look at their talent Sorry. on their fucking team. And the fact that they don't go into every game as an overwhelming favorite. Correct. 
You, it's you've said it incredible. before, and it's true. That roster is stupid. It doesn't make any sense why they ever lose games. I know they were missing Nick Chubb. I'm sorry, but he's not going to score you five touchdowns. Uh, that's not going to do it. Okay. Now, can you game plan it to? Oh, you definitely probably game plan get the Patriots defense to shift a little bit better when with no at least tire him out. Yeah, but no, you're right. That is not why they got blown no. out. I was very impressed with the Patriots. I was. They are who else is in their division? I know Miami clearly is the Patriots the leader yeah, in the Miami, division. No, it's Bills. Bills. Okay, I forgot they were in their division. Okay, okay. Um, that game was a shocker to me. The oh, here we go. We had a whistle pick sighting. Oh, did we? Taylor finally got Brady. Taylor finally got Brady. Good for him. Brady looked like dog shit. He was terrible. He had five turnovers. Horrible. Here's the thing, though. And no one has said it. Have you seen it once on social media? No. Nope. Me either. But here's the thing. Again, all all for Brady bashing. But (laughs) I say I'm all for Brady bashing. He had a 30 QBR. I'm all for Brady bashing knowing accepting his greatest of all time. Like I'm all for doing it in the moment, but if let's we're going to praise him when he does great. We have to talk about I him when he does terrible. That is my issue with everybody that the media pumps up. It's I'm, the reason you hate LeBron. It is. <laughs> and the reason we started hating Zion together. I am all in. And he's fat. In, well, he's Zion's very fat. large. I am in for in the moment, bashing Brady. Acknowledging it doesn't take away shit from him as a whole. But hey, Taylor Heineke had a 44 QBR. That's better than 30. Is, but... The thing about the thing about the Bucks struggles, whatever you want to call it, like one, the Gronk and A B injuries have gone on for way longer than I think anybody thought. Yeah, that has been shocking. All that matters is that they get healthy when they get to the playoffs. They're gonna win the division. Yeah, yeah. They're for gonna sure. make the playoffs. If they're healthy when they get it, I don't give a shit if they're nine and what it would be. Six now. and three now. Like it's not even a big deal. I don't it's just funny have, to say it. If they have seven losses and go into the lost six to one seed. of the worst teams in football. Right. If they go in as a six seed somehow, like I still they're still going to be there, probably in the NFC Championship, probably the Super Bowl. Like it does. None of this shit matters. Like this is a, a weird. It's it's almost like baseball for them. Yeah. Like, yeah, regular season loss, it sucks, but none of this shit matters yet. Just think, hmm, what happened in that Saints game last year when we lost in the regular season and they never lost again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the, the Saints and Whistlebigs. I'm not saying they're dead. I'm just saying it's funny. Because well, I just I hadn't thought about that because in football it's like, and especially college football with the way that the playoff ranking is. But like, if you lose a game, it hurts. Like you feel it way more than basketball. Saints football, fans too like this week. It was rough for you guys. Yeah, y'all had that game. Yeah, Saints kind of stink. I don't know what they are. Oh, oh, one thing we do need to discuss: what the Falcons' curse was broken, and they got put to the ultimate test. When I picked the Cowboys, I said if the Falcons fucking win. You need to bet your goddamn house on whoever I pick against them next week because it is the truth. If the Cowboys had managed to blow that game, because if you remember, last year the Cowboys lost because the whole Falcons team forgot how to recover an onside kick. That is correct. That's the only reason. Correct. 36-3 to at halftime this year leads you to believe They shit-stomped them like they should have. Like every pick I've ever picked against the Falcons should have happened. Also. And they made it. Shout out to the social media team for the Atlanta Falcons. Well, they did. For posting up. I know, I know, when they were down 28-3 against the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out for taking that on the chin. That's yeah, the kind of stuff to, we like, love. Like, if you're, as a social media team, if you're getting fucking molly-whopped at that point, molly-whooped, you got to find a way to, you got you to gotta tweet something. Yeah. Like you got to do your job. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, just laugh at, laugh at my pain. Yeah, it's be rabbiting. You just be rabbited yourself. That's funny. Correct. Um, what, what are the Chargers doing? I don't know what the Chargers are, man. Uh, to be honest with you, like, I, what the fuck is happening? 
Who are you on first place in your division again now, or is it still no, the Chargers? No, it's us. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope for entertainment's sake that they find a way to make the wild card and they figure it out because that team is electric. When I mean, everyone in our division minus the fucking Broncos and kind of the Raiders are good. That's half. That's the other two. Well, I I don't want to put the Broncos or the Raiders in the shit category because they're I think no, they're, they're all not. right. They're they are better. They are better than it's. I mean, they're better than the Broncos. Yes, for sure. And the I don't know where they match up against the chart right now. Them and the Chargers are pretty much the same team. I think the Chargers are way more capable of being good than the Definitely. Raiders. But like that team, when they're clicking, is fucking electric. So I need them to figure it out late in the season, or, or even if they squeak into the playoffs. You got to do something because they're going to have a tough matchup week one because they will be in the wild card. It was the Justin Jefferson show out there. I mean, my God, he was fucking everywhere. It's all Kirk Cousins want to do is throw to Justin Jefferson. He's smart. Who had nine catches for 143 yards. Yeah, smart. You have a guy like that, you need to get in the fucking ball. You should have done that with Diggs. He'd still be on the team. Eckler's had a couple of rough goes at it the past couple weeks. Another That's 40, what I'm saying. That whole team. Another 40-yard game. Like something is wrong. And all of a sudden, Keenan Allen's racking up 100-yard games and every I, week. I like their coach. I don't. But. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going well, against the curve on it. I like I like him. He he talks like he thinks logically. Like that's what I like about him. Like you can everything he says, he explains it. Whether you like it or not, you can understand how he got there. That's all I want. I don't want the fucking boilerplate, like the cookie cutter bullshit. This is what I'm supposed to say. Like whatever it is, whether you agree with it or not, at least I can understand how you got there. I can respect that. But I don't know what the fuck wrong with the team. I don't either. Something's bad wrong. It's real bad. Chargers, I don't know what to tell you. Vikings won twenty seven twenty. Uh, what is the Vikings record? I feel like they've won two games. <laughs> they are four and five. Yuck. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'll wait till we get to Monday night's game to say what I'm going to say. Uh, Packers Seahawks was real gross. Mm-hmm. Was not fun to watch. I also, uh, obviously never rooting for an injury and I love Aaron Jones, but I have had AJ Dillon on my fucking bench. Yes, you have. Since and it the is draft. go time and here. He had 24 points on my bench this week. Cause he didn't start. The, he didn't start. You know what's the crazy? Game. What's crazier? He outtouched Aaron Jones four to one in the first in the first quarter when Aaron Jones was healthy. They literally are trying he's to about, shift the power to Dylan. He's about to rush the ball forty times a game. Correct, and his thighs can handle it. If if they had put him in with Jordan Love, they don't lose. No, doesn't because Jordan Love has no reason to throw the ball whatsoever. Mm, Kansas City would have thumped them anyways. That that game what was gross. So was this from one. both sides. So, I'm aware, but what I'm saying, Russell Wilson, out, Go Hawk stinks. They brought out the victory. Boy, you hate to see that, don't you? <laughs> you hate to see him just, it just 100 on him. You have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Wreck, you just can't figure it out. Just throw the ball to the wrong team. You hate to fucking see that. You hate. I feel bad for him. Mister Limited showed himself. <laughs> he did late in the game. He reared his ugly head again when it mattered. But what are we in? We. 10, 9? No, it's like 12 now. Is it really? Yeah. But we're definitely in. No, Russell. you're right. You're right. You're right. It's 10. So we're definitely in the point. What the hell are we in? The point of the season. It's 10. Obviously, he got no. hurt. Now we're in 11. We were on 10. <laughs> <laughs> we're obviously, he's been hurt. So he hadn't had the whole hype of like, oh, he's an MVP candidate. But we were officially in the point where he would, if you had, would have started to fall off. It DK, happens every fucking year. DK Metcalf got so bored, he started trying to fight the whole team. Yep. He, he grabbed onto four people's face masks and dog walked them the length of the field and they did nothing about it until after the officials came over. And then he grabbed another person's face. DK Metcalf then, after going to the sideline, cooling off, tried to come back into the game and got busted. Well, you, you <laughs> he ran back to the huddle like five <laughs> plays later and they were like, hey, what, is, what the fuck? Go off the You don't what see do you anybody in the secondary that if they're standing next to DK Metcalf looks like they should make that business decision. <laughs> I get 
You, if somebody grabs me by grown. the face mask, you got to fucking do something. But <laughs> you ain't gonna at the do same shit. time, like, what are you going to... What's worse, <laughs> sitting there and letting him walk you around with your face mask or trying to fight back and him continuing to do it? That's what, worse. No, what would be the absolute worst is he just, like, literally picked you up one hand by your face mask, just held you there. Shake you, you just, down for your lunch money? While you just shook around. Jesus. <laughs> DK Metcalf's frightening. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Limited was terrible. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about who's back. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not ready to announce it yet. I feel like you're already announcing it. I'm not. Like, I am not. I swear to God on my life, I have not accepted or even thought the notion to be true until after this Sunday. This Sunday is the, the determining factor in what the Kansas City Chiefs will be this year. This should be awesome. This should be the game should that be. we thought we were going to get when we got Dallas, San, Dallas, I almost said Dallas, San Diego, Dallas and the Chargers earlier in the year when everyone's like, holy shit, the over-under is like 63. This game's going to be awesome. And it was 14 and 17. Right. This, this is it. This, this is the game. This Dallas, Kansas City game is going to be fucking awesome. And I wish I was at Rick's house on Sunday to watch it with him. One of us is not going to be speaking the entire time. And my luck, probably me. But that game will be awesome. It should be. Mahomes popped off a 400-yard, five-touchdown game. Looked fantastic. Darrell Williams looked fucking fantastic. That catch he had in the fucking end zone. Did you see it? No. Oh, my God, dude. It was like from the 24-yard line. It was a 24-yard pass, and he just threw it up in a single coverage to Darrell Williams, the running back. Mm. The corner goes up like he's about to get it. The running back, fucking Darrell Williams, jumps up. In front of him, takes the ball out of his hands, touchdown. It was disgusting. And I thought, you know what? Darrell Williams is nice. <laughs> but Mahomes played great. Kelsey had another had a good game. He says he's got a swagger back in the post-game interview. I oh, know Dakota go, loves thank that. God. I know Dakota thank loves that. that. Like, like, <laughs> I love that. He should go fucking practice with Russell Wilson. Practice with him? Yeah, they can practice breaking pretend huddles together. Uh we need to talk we about we didn't talk about that either. We need to talk about Kansas defense being being decent now. It's fucking wildly decent, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I mean, fucking Fenton's over there popping Deshaun Jackson's ball right out of his hands. I, I, Deshaun Jackson's an idiot. What the fuck was he doing? He had a stroke mid-route. He caught the he ball. Just ca- and just keep going. And just This is the same guy who ran at an angle so that he could run back across the entire that goal line. That is exactly what he was trying to do. And walk in. What He didn't have time to make that decision. As soon as he caught it. He didn't he realize took, how close he was. He took a step and then turned back around and hesitated and then spun completely around <laughs> and got wrapped up. What? No, There is no way you can make logical sense of the directions that he was turning mid-play. He was going to try to beat him to the corner so he could run sideways. That's but, what, well, that's You're thing. right. That's exactly but, what but he was going to do. But he didn't have to beat him to the corner. Had he caught it in stride and continued to run, he would have gone into the pylon. And that's he not Deshaun Jackson fashion. But he would... I, I don't... It doesn't make any fucking sense. Catching a regular touchdown makes... It, that I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? You play for the Raiders now, so that is what you have to do. Seeing him stop mid-sprint with no one near him and look for somebody and then the ball go popping out of his hands was hilarious. Gee, what a fucking... Like, that is right up there with the people you see let the ball go at the one-yard line while running into the Oh, end yeah, it's right there with it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That hasn't happened in a while. It's kind of disappointing. It actually did. I, did it really? It happened in shit on me. Uh, <laughs> it was last week I saw the highlight reel on the... Can we please stop with the come on, man, and the fucking you got Moss? Can we stop? This shit is gross the, to watch. The, it's corny as shit. The, well, and the whole Moss thing has been watered down like there are plays that they show people getting mossed this not it's like no. it's a well-thrown ball and the receiver came up with it 
because he was positioned behind the defender, he got mossed. That's not the case. Was when you go up over the fucking defender and get it and take it from him. That's yes. getting mossed. Yes. And then you got Moss and all these random, like Trent Dilfers or Steve Youngs and all these people standing out there with Nike Vapor gloves on. Like, oh, hey, hit me. Hit me here. You know what? Whoa, you know what's worse? Catch? You know what's worse it's than fucking that? gross. Watching the sideline reporter in every Arkansas game put on Traylon Burks gloves. That yeah, we shit. get it. They have 10 and a half inches. Oh, That's, my God. Like, it's alarming. But your hand, you have normal tiny person hand. Right. Like, it's, it's, you could put on any other receiver's gloves and they would be big. It's cringy. Stop doing it. Uh, if the Chiefs beat the Cowboys this weekend, now, of course, after beating the Raiders, what we beat them by? 41 to 14? Mm. After doing so, we became 6 and 4 and are now in sole possession of our division. The team that was a disaster dumpster fire that stinks that I said, I'm, I, we are dead. I was wrong. I was swindled. <laughs> I was bamboozled and hoodwinked. Unless they are not de- done and dead. I also saw a pro football focus stat that showed all the quarterbacks whose numbers have been skewed by drops. And it shows like EPA, uh, estimated pass yardage, whatever the fuck. If the receiver had caught it right there and then gotten uh, five yards or whatever is what's factored into it. And Mahomes is number one by a fucking mile by just from what would what his stats and everything would be with drops. Right, but the knock, the knock and his issue was that he would not take the closer passes, which would... He's actually doing it now, though. And that's what I'm saying. But those numbers that are skewed by it, like, they're skewed because they were dropped, but they're also passes that should not have been thrown. So, like, yeah, if they're, if they're counting it as a drop, like, it got to the receiver, but if you're throwing into those fucking windows, which he has made a living throwing into those windows, I'm not saying he can't do it, but if he had taken the the because when you when you draw up plays and everybody knows you want those nobody's covering people in the flats like right. it's all fucking day and that's why Darrell Williams has been eating the last correct three weeks. So and that, it's been working it's been fucking great to see Kelsey's been wide open in the middle because he's hitting the check down running back ten yards ten yards ten yards boom Kelsey's wide open Kelsey's wide open oh Tyreek post what do you know but you do, run him out of the fucking coverage do you feel comfortable? about when they get to the playoffs and the lights come on, that they will continue to take those underneath routes. Yes. I don't. I think Mahomes has been told he has to. I don't think Andy Reid... I think he's been told that he is literally losing football games. I don't think Andy Reid tells Mahomes anything that he has to do. I think when we were three and four, he did. I think Andy Reid says, hey, Patrick, please. I think think if you take these underneath routes, it'd be beneficial. And Patrick's like, I don't. No, I would say it like Patrick. I don't. (laughs) And then Andy Reid says, yeah, me neither. I don't don't know what I was thinking. You're right. Listen, I loved to see it. It was awesome. It was great to see. Um, this Dallas fucking Chiefs game is going to be sick. Uh, are we still going to do precaps on this coming Sunday? Yeah, okay. We'll do the precaps for the NFL on this coming Sunday. Sure but now let's... miss anything crazy. Oh, but we, now no, let's we talk. need to talk about the Rams. Now let's talk about the Rams-Niners. Chiefs... The Niners stink. Chiefs, we're back. Okay? I apologize. For overreacting. So what but happens? But I'm not used to seeing throttled. Kansas City be three and four. I'm sorry. What happened if what happens if Dallas beats them by two scores this weekend? Then we're not a Super Bowl team. Okay, that's fair. It's time to tamper expectations here. Is that how you say tamper? Tamper. Temper. Temper expectations. Tamper with expectations. You would have roasted me, but I actually caught that it sounded wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if we don't win, we're not gonna be I don't think I don't think we'll be a Super Bowl contender. If we do if we do win, I think we can be. But if we lose close, I think we'll just be a playoff team and lose one or two rounds in the playoffs and call it good. I'm not saying that they've played elite teams. I don't want to get too far into it, but like the Titans just continue to win games. Correct. How? Does that make any sense? It does make sense. But let's talk Rams Niners. Let's talk Rams Niners. Odell broke the Rams. 
<laughs> no, he did. I'm joking. I'm hey, joking. I mean, hey. I'm joking. The amount, no, he did. The amount of fucking memes. He only played like, 15 snaps. The amount of memes. Well, no. The amount of memes that we're talking about. Like, hey, my dad's watching this game. I With saw him that looking shit. At Stafford, like that was. Or one, the one where he's looking at him, he's like, "I swear to God, you throw that pass like that one more time, I'm gonna request a trade." And the and the thing is, like I said, I want him to go to a shit place or a great spot. The one thing I don't I don't know what's going on with the Rams. Like they they are struggling, but like three straight games they've struggled. But, but their key players are still get like Cooper Cup still has ridiculous yardage. Like that breaking it down, like they look like the same team. It's just not working. The one thing that I will not accept from any fucking person. If this starts, if Odell can just struggle, is like, well, Matthew Stafford's on the backside of his career. Fuck you. Matthew Stafford is a, 10 times the quarterback that Baker Mayfield is. Nine weeks ago, we were talking about, yeah, no, we are talking, no, no, if no, If Odell no, no, struggles no, no. with the Rams, it is not because of Matthew Stafford. Correct. Go ahead and get ahead of that right now. Correct. But I will say Matthew Stafford has not looked great in three weeks. He, I agree. He has looked, he has not looked like he did at the beginning of the season, but. If I had to put my money on, will he figure it out? I'm going to say yes. Again, another team. Where maybe he's been hurt because he's been questionable for three straight weeks in fantasy. So well, maybe he's, he's so just, used he's to sore. playing through horrific injuries in Detroit that he I don't know if he knows when he's hurt. But that's another Could team be. that as long as they figure it out by week 15, 16, they're fine. Like They go into the playoffs with their I head right. I think the Rams will be fine. They'll still. Can we talk about possibly one of the fucking greatest receivers in the NFL right now? You're talking about Debo Samuel? Debo fucking Samuel is a problem. He is very good. Holy shit. They put this motherfucker and, in the backfield at running back. Tutty. Put him out at receiver. Run a post right over Jalen and two linebackers. Splits them all. Tutty. And that and that's another one of the things. Like when we talk about all these receivers that have been hindered by bad quarterback play, like the, the Niners do not have a good quarterback. No. And Debo Jimmy Samuel just consistently good. produces. And he's not the only one. But, it, but since we're talking about him, like there are receivers that you could say, like if you imagine... We've, we, I know we've talked about it before. Like, imagine this guy with Aaron Rodgers, this yeah. guy with this. Like, yeah. if they're doing that now, what the fuck? Like, Julio. And I'm not saying that Matt Ryan is a terrible quarterback in Julio's prime. Like, right. he wasn't. He was no. MVP. No. But you could take Julio with Matt Ryan, and you could still say, like, imagine Julio with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you could take him with the better quarterback. And, like, if he's doing this now, what would he do with them? And A.J. Brown, good example. Like, Tannehill, not a great quarterback. Effective quarterback. But A.J. Brown... Austin talked about as one of the best receivers in the league. Debo Samuel consistently produces. Jimmy Graves, bad. Like it's, you have those guys that just doesn't seem to matter who, who's stolen in the ball. If you can get it to them, they're going to do something with it. Having Debo Samuel and George Kittle, and people have forgotten about Brandon Ayuk, and he's kind of not got the ball as much. But Well, he got real hot. He was like a bottle rock. He got real hot there at the end of the season last year, and they did not use him a lot up front, so that kind of died off. But yeah. you're right. I think he's good, too. Having those, uh, uh, yeah, it, it'll make your QBR be 96. And 142 rating in this game against right. one of the best teams in football. Mm-hmm. With, with Von Miller. Fuck. Speaking of Von Miller, George Kittle took him for a fucking ride. He did, did you see that? I don't care. There's an asterisk. I don't care. And they addressed it on uh, part of my take this morning. They called him and asked him because there was a huge debate today on the air. They were freaking having a huge debate. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to call him. And they called him. And he was like, hey, uh, Hank's over here trying to say that your block did not count. And he's like, well, technically it was a chip, and I really didn't get all of them. There was a chip on that one that kind of sent him my way. See? And Hank was like, see, I told you. I told you. He's like, I did take him down, but I could feel his momentum already going whenever I put my weight on him. I And I, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. Also gave me a lot more respect for George Kittle when he just openly just says it. Right. Because I want to hate him because of his hair. 
Well, I I don't dislike George Kittle because he every time I've he's heard hurt him every fucking week he is. But every time I've heard him on the media, he is very real. Yeah, like I, and that's I, all I, I that's all I can ask for. That. But if you're telling me that you couldn't knock Von Miller slightly off balance and him recover, wrong. Like it's still impressive that you continue to drive him into the fucking ground. It wasn't him going down that was so impressive. It was the fashion of which he landed Correct. Directly, directly on, on his, his back. fucking back and yes. like not even a, a put a foot down before he hit like straight on the back. Yes. It was gross. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of it, but I'm sure the Rams will be fine. They're going into their bye week. They'll be able to write the ship. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Odell will be able to get get into some rhythm here. Robert Woods going down seemed to look a little bit crucial here. Um, Hell of a time for that to happen. That underneath stuff that Matt Stafford likes throwing, third and six, third and two, hit a little shallow. Uh, Robert Woods is guaranteed. It's automatic. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyler Higby looked decent. He had a lot of drops. They had lots of drops in this game. Now, the Rams did fucking beat themselves. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford opening the game up with two two picks, and one of them a pick six. Not great. Not great. Going to lose most of those. I'm going to give Matt Stafford some blame, even though I love him. You have to. You have to. You got to be able to raise your hand. I think the Rams will be fine. They needed a wake up. They needed a little snap. Now you can go into your bye week saying we got our asses beat. Let's fucking do this. Why is... Debo Samuels look good. I don't no, no. Know. Why is Kyle Shanahan not discussed as being on the hot seat ever? Thank you. This is a segment I put in my notes like four weeks ago. And we were meant to talk about it, but we go on our rants and we just keep going and I forget. It's in my notes from like four or five weeks ago. I totally agree. It is my headline. Why is Kyle Shanahan not on the hot so, seat? Somebody probably needs to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure the only winning season he's had is when they went to the Super Bowl. That's I'm correct. pretty sure he's had a losing season that, every that's, other that's year. That's correct. Nobody cares. Nope. Because it's Kyle Shanahan, he's cool, and he's great, and he's young. Well, him and John Lynch got 10-year deals right off the bat, so I get, like, you can't even think to raise the question too soon, but it's been, like, five years, I feel like, out of that deal. And to say that the Niners don't have good people? Well, like, their defense definitely does. Oh, their offense doesn't with Trent Williams and Debo and Kittle and all these people? Oh, they have have Debo and they have Kittle. Trent Williams ain't good? How often do we factor an alignment into good players? I mean, a tackle. Only the tackles factor. But I don't. No, not even then. Like, in at no point when you mentioned like this, like with the Browns, like you mentioned all the skill position players, they have a good line. They have one of the best offensive lines of football. But you don't ever mention any of their players' names. Like, it's not the sexy thing to discuss. I'm not saying Trent Williams is not good, but the fact that we're putting his name in there, I think it's arguably one of the best left tackles in football. Correct, but I think the fact that we're mentioning him proves the point that they. I'm trying to prove that Kyle Shanahan should be on the hot seat. Damn it! Yes, I'm not going to say that he's fighting the same cause. But yeah, it's it's. It's odd. It doesn't make any sense. Especially in the division they're in. Like they're they're in the division with the Cardinals and the Rams and the Seahawks. Like mm-hmm. That's you, a tough place to be. You can't be okay with mediocrity. And they're not even mediocre. They're bad. They're bad. Consistently bad. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, well, we're probably not gonna win that division anyway, no matter what. So we'll just we'll just stay at the fucking bottom. Doesn't make any sense. No, it does not make any sense. But we can get into precaps for next week. No, we're gonna do precap Sunday. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We are, we agreed hour long show. Arkansas is playing tonight basketball against you. Kind of spin that. Well, you know, it's, is it bad? I real I, I genuinely do no. Not it's know who it's it is. a bad team, but because I swear on my life, if Connor Vanover makes me eat my words, <laughs> if he makes me eat my words, Wait. and has just totally flipped the script, and he's a straight stud now. They're playing. They're playing Northern Iowa. I don't know anything about those guys. I don't either. It's the reason I did not buy season tickets this year because I looked like you did for our football 
I did the same thing with the basketball, and I was like, there's not a lot of good games. Yeah. Um, I mean, I you, if you're buying season tickets for basketball, you're just, you can only look at when we get into SEC play because the rest of them are going to be bad. Like, now, don't get me wrong. We're about to get to the point, like, Kentucky played Duke, I'm pretty sure. Or yeah, UCLA. but they're so late. It's like 9.30 at night, well, the game started. I know, but bed. I'm saying, like, these early season games against, like, top five teams, like, we're going to fuck around and get into that territory where we play a blue blood team in the first couple weeks. That'd be great. Oh, it would be. That's when I know we made it. And if we're selling out the fucking full thing for season tickets right now, wait till that happens. Yeah. Especially with the class we got coming in. They'll like, do what they did to our baseball. Did and you see Muslim in shoes? I did. Those are fucking awesome. Pretty he cool. put the whole signing, the whole class of 2022 signature on shoes. Very cool. But. Uh, um, there was something I was going to say, but must not have been that important because I forgot. So. Well. Sunday. <laughs> we will have an episode Sunday. We will have precaps right before the fucking games. And let's hope Steelers lose. Let's everybody hope that for my sake and draft pick. Go Chiefs. Go Woo Pigs. That's all I got. That's all I got. Goodbye.